The Dadcast, episode 31. Old Detroit needs a new lawyer. This week's show is brought to you in part by Audible. To find out how to get your free book, visit us at twofatdads.com forward slash audible. Nearly live from the Winnie House studios of Valo Bay, it's the Two Fat Dads Dadcast. And joining me in the studio tonight, we've got a full house of dads. Uh, Stefan Deneau, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Are we? Uh, which which quest are we on? Are we on the putrid skunk of uh, Malaysia or uh, what? No, what? you told you told me to be quiet. Okay. <laughs> what? Uh, are you, no owing tonight. Uh, I will in a few minutes. Okay. It's plead the fifth. <laughs> plead the fifth. And that voice. I'm just, over I'm just from, waiting for the show to start. <laughs> <laughs> and that voice all the way from his manoir on the Richelieu River is Mr. Ben, not Kenobi. How are you, Ben? Not too bad. Thanks, you guys. Good. Uh, wife's nice and safe in the house. Everything's yes, okay. We're ready to go. Everything's okay. All right. Perfect. And uh, also in the studio, Mr. Stephen McGurn. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? Good, 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 good. We got a lot of stuff we now talked about. And joining us from the floor, sitting quietly in his uh, in his meditation uh, and his hyperbolic chamber because we don't want him to con- to make us contagious. Eric Schultz, how are you? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. fine. I'm not, everything's good. <laughs> Sounds like that's clearing up. So oh. was that meditation or medication? <laughs> it's a bit, you know, hopefully we'll give him some more medication. <laughs> right now I'll do. Right now I'm doing anything that works. Well, that's good. That's good. So, uh, any, anybody who's a regular listener to the Dadcast, um, uh, we apologize uh, for for the last show. You don't have to retune your iPods or your MacBooks. That actually was the French language being spoken on this Dadcast. It's an interview I did with uh, Alexis Corneille of uh, Il Sans Fil and a new project that uh, he's trying to get uh, undergoing, um, kind of a podcast cafe uh, project. So, if you want to know more about that, you can find him on Twitter. It's at Alexis Corneille. He does tweet in English and French. We just felt the show would be more relaxed and more uh, open if we did it in, in French because we're both French speakers. So uh, we'll, we'll have more chance to talk more about the Podcast Cafe project in the future. Um, and if you understand French and uh, let us know how, how that show went. Uh, it's our first French podcast, so I'd really like your feedback on that. I'm a little needy like that sometimes. I thought it was a great show. I'm, I'm so glad you said that, Steph, because you're... Like... I, I didn't understand a single word. But... <laughs> I, uh, I listened to it through Google Translate. <laughs> sounded great to me. Fantastic. Lovely, lovely, lovely. I, I used uh, Google goggles. <laughs> all right. You got all the virtual uh, the virtual reality of it. That's awesome. I feel I feel so happy you guys are here in the studio tonight. Anybody else? Uh, anybody not take a pot shot yet? I stuck to the original. I did Babel Fish. So. <laughs> okay. That's just awesome. Thank you very, very much. Okay. And, and, next week, and next week, we're adding 21 seconds to the original uh, release. So... <laughs> You know, stay tuned for the re-release. Apparently, it's a whole new show. <laughs> Apparently, Alexi shoots first in the in the new release. So, um, uh, what I what I wanted to mention uh, before we get started is Cupcake Camp Montreal is this weekend. Um, it's a, or, a event organized by uh, Laura Carmesino and Georgiana Laudi. It's basically um, a, a cupcake festival where for charity for the kids' help phone, uh, and we all know what that is, and also La Table des Chefs, which is a non-profit organization driving chefs and cooks uh, and confectionaries to show, social events and basically redistributing uh, surplus food. So that's a pretty good cause as well. You can find them on tabledeschefs.org. It is uh, basically it's a charity event. Like I said before, it's going to be it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's got some great p- cupcakes. They got some cupcakes, superhero cupcakes. They got some uh, some movie cupcakes. They got all the greatest cupcakes you could possibly imagine. It's going to be pretty cool. It's su- this Sunday, Sunday the twenty first 
of November. So if you're listening to this in the past or in the future, I uh, apologize. It's from 1 to 5 p.m. at the Fairmont Queen Elizabeth Hotel on René Lévesque, 900 René Lévesque West, uh, between Mansfield and University, right here in Montreal. It's a great event. Go there. Have some fun. I know the Geek Cook is going, and so is Adasaur 19, so that should be a lot of fun. So that said, let's get the show undergoing. We have a lot of stuff we want to talk about today, and I know everybody's so excited to be talking about the Beatles in iTunes. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Um, I'm thinking the only reason they did this is so that we could finally ping about the Beatles Beatles songs that we like. Um, uh, My question is, anybody else other than me still using ping? Anybody? No. It's on. I don't use it. Okay, well, that's good. I've never used it. Never used it either. Okay. So, obviously, obviously, that's been a big success. Uh, but what I did like about the whole launch is that they did release a whole bunch of videos of the um, past uh, uh, Beatles appearances in black, black and white on the Apple site, and it's actually pretty cool. So, yeah, have so a look. What, why, uh, why, why is it taking so long to get the Beatles onto iTunes? Oh, I'm pretty sure. And, and without this being whole slanderous. Apple versus Apple thing? Or? Well, yeah, and I'm pretty slanderous. Uh, without being slanderous, I'm pretty sure Yoko was holding out for more money. Yeah, but didn't she? Didn't wasn't it the uh, the Jackson family who holds the uh, the rights to the the Beatle, uh Some of the catalog, but catalog. I, I I think some of it, but EMI holds a huge portion of them as well. And I think there was just it was just a, a holdout between EMI and and Yoko. I'm pretty sure that that Paul and 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 uh, and Ringo were all for it. I mean, these guys seriously don't have enough money, so of course they need some more. But I'm not sure how, how much the Jacksons own anymore. I think they slowly liquidated the, the catalog yeah. to, uh, and I think McCartney bought a lot Hello? of it back. Yeah. Hello? Ben, are you okay? You seem to be experiencing some internet difficulties. Yes, we are. We, we hear you fine. Are you not hearing us? I'm not hearing Steve. Well, really? He stopped talking. <laughs> Thanks, dumbass. <laughs> oh, when you said hello, I thought you were like having a heart attack or something. I was like, "Oh my no, god, no, no, I just, call in one one." <laughs> no, because everybody everybody stopped and there was nothing going through. And Cylon number one was Steve, and everybody else was going for it. Steve sounds great. Cylon. Steve sounds Cylon? great. Yep. Cylon. Did they, who who yeah, anybody got a Cylon call again this week? I got two Cylon calls. Ever since I got we, one. Ever, I got one Cylon call. Ever since we mentioned it, I, I got one from La Fondation, the the, the 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 help help me make some money, and it was ha- badly translated Cylon. It was a Cylon with a French accent. Really? Yeah, it was pretty just, awful. They were probably using Google Translate. <laughs> I blame Google. <laughs> we got uh, this week was American Express for me. Okay. And, and let me guess, it said, "Pay us the money now." <laughs> <laughs> or we stop back shopping the at Costco. Oh, I don't know. They actually wanted to speak to my wife, so I just I just hung up. <laughs> okay. Now they wanted the money, and he said, "Come on, stop trying to get me to get one of your cards. I'm not the person you're chasing after." Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So speaking of chasing after stuff, um, I, I was watching, um, I, I, we talked a little bit about this last week, is the uh, RoboCop Kid uh, pictures that, that I posted on Johnny LeCanuck, and I, I basically linked straight back to the site I, I found, him, found him on, and when I went back today, or, or this week, there was this, this takedown notice. Uh, basically saying that uh, recently uh, you went to my website, right-clicked and saved every single photo from my son in his RoboCop costume, uploaded every single one of those photos to your site, and then did not provide credit, attribution, or even a link. These are copyrighted images. My wife and I are both attorneys. And I would request that you remove this post and all 
all of my photos from your site immediately. If you continue to keep these photos on your website, I will send you an invoice for each copyrighted pictures at $100 each and that they remain there or take legal action against you. It's basically, you know. Are you serious? Getting very, very angry. And and all of these images are now licensed under Creator Commons. I have permitted many sites to use one to three images along with a credit, attribution, or a link. Because you essentially stole all of these images and provided me with no credit, I'm asking that you remove all of them immediately. Sincerely, James D. Curmudgeon. Uh, not to give his real name, but you can go on the site and find it for yourself. So what does he what does he post at the top of this page? A copyrighted picture of from the film of That's Robocop. Right. That's right. And he's using the idea, the image, the name, the title, yes. and everything that yeah. surrounds RoboCop. So basically, he's basically ripped off a major studio, <laughs> taken, dressed up his kid in it, which is funny. Well, the pictures are fantastic. I will give him that. The pictures are amazing pictures. You've done a great job with it. Uh, and then posted them online where he didn't think anybody would see them, and then decided oh. that... Uh, <laughs> Because the internet is private. And then yeah. he, he's, probably, he's probably a Facebook user. And then decided that he would basically, you know, uh, get angry at everybody who, who basically thought that his pictures were cool. Number one, he doesn't have a clue about what it is to be popular. Number two, he doesn't have a clue about what it is to, to know about copyright law because he's stealing it to begin with to moan about copyright. I was just yep. blown away by it completely and utterly just like, what are you doing, dude? This is yeah, so really. not right. So I said a whole bunch of hateful stuff in the show notes and Ben said, I can't do that because since he's a lawyer, he'll probably sue me. And then I remembered that I'm in Canada and I don't really care. So sue me, dude. Uh, that's all I have to say. Actually, he's got no basis to we sue. Could, we could do we could do we could do with the publicity really. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, mind you, have you have you checked if you do a Google search for Robocop Kid pictures and what comes up? How many sites? are actually linked to this guy it's probably, but it's a good picture it's a meme this is what we call a meme right this is something that, that goes viral and is really really hit cool and if you ever in once in your life have something that goes viral dude just hey, you're cool just go with it just roll with it man it's viral like we have we have a video um, we have a video of Adele uh, basically, you put it on top of another Dell and it shuts off because there's some kind of, of accelerator, accelerometer that offsets the other one. We put it on YouTube. It's got 34 views, and that's not going viral anytime soon. We'd love it to go viral. That'd be great, but it's not going viral anytime soon. You know, like you've got something that people adore, and what are you doing? You're complaining about it. Yep. Well done, dude. You're complaining that people are ripping you oh. off when you ripped off somebody to begin with. So, I mean, this this is, you know... No, it doesn't make any sense. So basically what we're going to do is not speak about this anymore and just forget about the whole thing. Okay, well. They don't exist anymore. That's simple, you know. Congratulations on getting rid of your own clientele, buddy. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And also, also, I'm pretty much never going to use you as a lawyer because you don't know anything about copyright law to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) They're dead to me. (laughs) But then again. Uh If he's in the Ooh. States, we'll probably never use him as a copyright lawyer anyways. Well, what if we got to in the States, right? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, anyways, moving on from there. Let's talk is about... Is he even a copyright lawyer? Well, he's... He, kind he, of attorney, both, is he? I don't know. He could be... For all I know, he could be corporate mergers. But both yeah, his wife, both, ambulance chaser. Both him and his wife are attorneys. Yeah, yeah but attorneys... Do you At know law. how many fields in law? <laughs> too many. <laughs> could be corporate tax. Could be... That's could what be I'm anything. talking about. Well, it's too many. Too many to begin with. Whatever. <laughs> 
so anyway, so that that was my 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 little rant. You know what? Uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna moan and groan when I when I post pictures about your site online, then dude, get a clue. Uh, so that's basically it. Anyways, let's move on from there. Let's move on to something much, much, much less controversial. Facebook. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The internet. So, so they – someone's going to have to help me out on this one. They've launched a – it's not an email email. Yeah, what it's, it's not email. Like everyone they, – they had some launch event. I think it was earlier this week um, or late last week. They had this – they made this big deal about how they're going to launch an, a new communications uh, not just tool, but a whole new way to communicate. Something like Wave. You know what? That's exactly <laughs> what it what it seems to be. It's so. It's, I mean, I'm just going to stop you, Eric. If a new way to communicate, so I guess telepathy, right? Well, Why? that would be very new, right? Yeah. I mean, Eric this. Schmitz what's great about that. this is Facebook will decide who needs to know about it. You just uh-huh. put stuff out there, and Facebook will decide whether to tell your friends or not. No, is that seriously? Is that seriously how it's working? No, no. Okay. No, no. What, what, what are you supposed to be? Because you know what? I, I'd almost believe that. <laughs> when yeah, I Facebook, figured I should nip that one in the bud pretty quickly. Because I, I'd almost believe like, that. Oh, really? Yeah, Facebook will do that. That's cool. I'll just, you know, I'll just think it and it'll happen. I, I'm talking Actually, about I'm just, Actually, I'm so. just happy for them to just write for me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll just sit back and just let them write stuff, you know, and, and maybe even just take stuff out of a, 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 a hashtag cloud or something. And just throw things together, and they'll save me a lot of light pushes and uh, pokes uh, and that type of thing. So, <laughs> so, so uh, also this week, uh, Stephen Hackett uh, basically disabled his uh, his his Facebook account, and he's in the 14- deleted. Well, he's in the fourteen day process of deactivating it or something. Yeah. Oh. So then he he's not going to get a, a Facebook email address. I don't want one. Do you just really want a Facebook email address? I have a Hotmail address. I have a Yahoo address. I have a Gmail address. I have, I have a Simpatico address. I have a Videotron address. I have a work address. I have a Two Fat Dads address. I have, I have a Planet Forte address. I have a Rover's football address. Do I need any more email addresses? No. What does well, it give you, me? You, yes. don't, you don't even yes, get a do. Facebook address, right? You don't get Facebook.com address. You get a Foob.com. A foob? right? No, it, like, it is. Apparently, it's going to be Facebook.com. Well, why? I, I read that they bought something, uh, some company... Uh, and a domain so that they could use fb.com. Yeah, well, the, the company that, um, what is it? There's a company, I forget the name of it. They help other companies manage their online property, basically manage the domains they own. And that company recently acquired fb.com. So the speculation was FB, Facebook, Facebook uses this company to manage their domains. So probably fb.com was for Facebook's new tool, but that that hasn't materialized yet. I thought that was just a URL as, shortener. It, it could be. I mean, we don't. That was a speculation. We have no idea what it's going to be for. But the whole as, deal as, with, as go ahead. Well, the whole deal with Facebook's new not an email uh, email product is that emails, chats, and SMS are all supposed to amalgamate into the same thread. So when you have a conversation with someone, you can move from one medium to the other. And it'll all stay together. Okay, Wave tried this, right? Wave tried this, and it, at Google Wave tried this. It's kind of do that as well, and it died died in the water. Well, I mean, Gmail already does this, right? You can start a chat with someone, uh, walk away, come back. Uh, it'll be in your inbox. Reply to it as an email. And uh, I mean, I know it doesn't work for us Canucks, but in the states, it works for me. Uh, no, I meant the the SMS side it works for me. of the chat. It works for me too. 
you you can send uh, chats. You can send SMS from chats. Yeah, I mean, I only know like four people on, on Google Mail, so that okay. I chat with. So I've started chats with Alistair Moore, and uh, and and uh, basically I get them on my on my uh, as, as a text message. Okay, it's pretty cool. Right, it's just the way you it's just the way you set up your account, right? I hadn't said it hadn't worked for me yet, so I assumed it was. Uh, it must must be something to do with the xenon. Yeah, probably. Oh, what, <laughs> what 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 I don't get though, as as a company, I don't see how or why they would want to be giving out to the public facebook.com as an address it's the corporate address right yeah it doesn't make any sense yeah it doesn't make sense like you know if you get an email from mark at facebook.com it's a good chance zuckerberg has that right and if (laughs) if if something's coming from their chief engineer or from their director of marketing somebody on the other end wants wants to realize that it's uh an email coming from facebook not that it's coming from you know uh me at facebook.com you know who am I? I'm just a guy who has an account, right? Yeah. So I no, think they want to make something. I mean, that's like Gmail. You know, not like at Google.com, but Gmail.com. Yeah, it's can you from imagine Google Fmail? Separate. <laughs> What's that? Can you imagine Fmail? <laughs> it's just that you know, like, what are they going to use? You know, it's like Gmail was so in- ingenious because it was like G Google. It makes sense. But what are they going to do? Fmail? You know, or Fb.com? I don't know. Well, it doesn't make. Yeah. Sense. Well, doesn't Yahoo no, have uh, y- Ymail? Yahoo um, does have Ymail. Like why, so. w h y, no, no y, just like, the letter y. I didn't think, didn't think you could have a single letter or domain. Oh, y, no, y mail. mail. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. There's oh. no, uh, there's no Gmail in Germany actually. Uh, it's coming. It's back now. They've they've, oh, yeah? they've sort, sorted through the the litigation and they've managed to get Gmail in Germany and Europe. Because at one point they were they, Germany was saying, well, you know, it's in it's it's if it's in Germany, then it's in Europe, and they were setting a, a European wide precedence. So you yeah. couldn't even get Gmail if you were in, in England. You would get Google yeah, so Mail. Everything over there was Google Mail dot whatever. Com. Google Mail dot de. Google yeah. Mail dot. So spe- speaking of Google, um, they launched a few new services. Eric, you're talking about a little bit about this on the on, on the Twitters and whatnot. What what is this? What is this uh, hot pot and? Uh, yeah, I guess new is new is relative. Because I tried uh, I tried hot pot, which is supposed to be like a. A venue review. Yeah, I got your I got your request for that. I didn't know what to do with it. I went in and it said I had to like start rating places I've been to. Yeah, but I mean, you could do this on Google Maps already, and it right? kind of knew where I'd been. Okay, like, well, this this is kind of scary. It's talking Ubisoft, Photo Service, Schwartz's, Fairmount. Well, are these all places that you you've Google Maps to find? I'm not sure, but it's all you places could. that I've either Googled recently, yeah, or mentioned somehow. Well, if you look at your Google history, you'll probably see them all in there. What? Google's keeping my history now? Shh! Don't tell anybody! <laughs> okay. I have to just this, say, well, Nobody I... listens to this podcast, right? I'm safe. Larry's not going to come Our after me. Our numbers are up. We got eight, oh. eight, eight or ten new listeners since last week, so I'm very happy. Oh, well. Thank you very I'm much, screwed. new listeners. Nice knowing you guys. <laughs> the g worry for me. Eric, don't worry. I've been listening to the show. That's why. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've started listening again. So anyways, okay, so that's Hot Pot. Like, yeah, I don't know hot why pot they call it Hot Pot. Why do they call it Hot Pot? Well, they had Google Places. Wasn't that good enough? I have no idea. They did what it said on the tin. Yeah. Now they got to Hot Pot. I don't even know where the but, hell that like is. Like I said, I mean, they already had this in Maps, right? You had a location in Maps. You could already put some reviews and, and stuff like that there. So now they've put a new interface to it called it Hot Pot. Okay. Like you said, they've already got Google Places. I mean, I this is typical Google coming out with a thousand different ways to do the same thing, and then 
whatever the majority of people end up using, they'll keep, and the rest will go the way of Google Wave, apparently. I guess so. Yeah, just two seconds on that, on Eric. Ben, can you hear us or not? Where is uh, ben, we've got a timeline to keep, man. Hello? There we go. We run a tight ship here, buddy. Stop. Very <laughs> tight ship. Hey. I'm not around. Hey, 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 come on. We'll take it out and post. Oh, always post. Always post. You're not doing the editing. You're not the one taking out 118 edits. Oh, shut up. No, it's because you guys are coming in like Cylons. You're cutting in out in We're and out. Fine. It's, it's your even... internet. Are you fine. on Wi-Fi? Oh, hang on a sec. Okay, I'll be right back. Keep going. I'll be right back. <laughs> I think I know what's going on. <laughs> the cat's chew the cable. <laughs> <laughs> You know what it is? It's his his old uh, his old um, his neighbor's the back. person. That's right, the neighbor, <laughs> yeah. the guy who used to lease the apartment. That's right, he's back. <laughs> back. I'll be right back, guys. Oh, it's old. Bien joué, Stéphane. Bien joué, Eric. So, what are we taking a break now? No, we're just uh, we're just going to continue. So, so yes, now, I don't know now, what's now. What's that? I said now, now, now. <laughs> So, uh, so I, yeah, I don't know what's happening with uh, with 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 Google and their naming their naming stuff because they've got they basically had bought a service called Aardvark, right? And it was a pretty cool service, and we, we talked about it uh, in in uh, Dadcast Seventeen Vark La Musette, and apparently they didn't like us using that, so they changed the name of the service as well. Yeah, now they call it blah blah blah. I thought it was Are you kidding me, really? Is it really blah blah blah? No, it's it's oh. called Baraza. Okay. What the hell does that mean? It, I have no idea. Is it Chilean? Is are they finally going after the Chilean uh, market that's usually already using our ore cut? Is that why? Isn't that the Brazilians? Oh, maybe it's Brazilian. I don't know. Somewhere down there. I've just insulted half of our nation, half of our continent now. Great. It's a it's a lower half. No yeah, and, and you've also and you've also given them the name of a lawyer to use. <laughs> no, I call him curmudgeon. So, anyways, uh, so what is it? So I've just clicked on it, and it's 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 basically it's sorry, pardon the expression, but it's fugly. Uh, they've gotten rid of all of the cool aardvarkiness of it. Um, it's green and blue, and and engineer Google colored as usual. But it is basically aardvark. Like I have no idea why they had to rename it such a bizarre name, and like you said, redesign it. Okay, well, they, and I mean, and the questions are really great. How can I do spell blah? Yeah. Wow, that's um, that's really going. Where in the UK can I get wholesale Huggies diapers? Seriously? What? These are their questions. Costco. Where, no, it's in, in England. It's called Macro. Uh, if you want to know, there you go. Go to Macro. Like the fish? Kind of. It's with a K. M-A-K-R-O. Wow, that's great marketing. <laughs> <laughs> because you're buying everything in bulk, right? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe there was a, they didn't want to get confused with Marco. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand the 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 the, the Barraza thing. Um, yeah. it, it, you know what? It, you know what's scary is that it it has the same kind of color as Yahoo Answers. Oh really? Yeah. Look up a do do a do a quick uh, Google. Don't do a Google for Yahoo Answers. Do a Yahoo for Google. Yahoo Answers. Google yeah. Yahoo Answers. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm doing. Mahalo it. Mahalo it. Oh yeah, great. That's another yeah. word I never took off. Then you can Bing it. <laughs> Ooh, you're right. Blue and green. Exactly. And. Blue and green. Wow. Well, if you're Yahooing it, you are binging it. So that it's answers.yahoo.com, and it's almost as redundantly stupid as Baraza. Yes. Okay. Like, so I don't I mean, know. Seriously, if if you have, if you have like something to discuss, something specific to discuss, right? You're going to go to a forum website dedicated to that. If I'm going to talk about Linux, I'm going to go to like Linux questions. If I got photography questions, I'm going to go to photography. Or I'll wait for Andre Nuttel to come on the show next week. <laughs> nice segue, Eric. Well done, everybody. Take a drink. 
I'm having some scotch tonight. Ooh, lucky you. But really, am I going to go to a site like Baraza where, or Yahoo? I mean, Yahoo Answers, they're just as bad. Yahoo Answers has been, uh, has been the, 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 the armpit of Question Society. It is the worst and the most insane answers ever. I'm sorry. I don't know who decided it was a good idea to let these, these Facebook people get onto Yahoo, but it's just disgustingly bad. Yeah. Anyway, so that's it. Um, I don't know. Ben, have it's you just, used it? Have you have you seen any of this stuff? You 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 have a low tolerance for uh, for incompetence. Yes, I do. What do you? No, I, I haven't, and I won't go there at okay. all. All right, don't go there then. No, 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 no. All right, so you yeah, know, I'm with, I'm with Eric though. Uh, you know, if you're looking for something like fast, you tweet you tweet it. You know, or if you have a coding problem or something, you, you go to Stack Overflow or, or any of the number of Stack Overflow clones that they came out with, you know, for the IT folks and for all this I other think stuff. They're all part of Stack Overflow, though, aren't they? They, they, they are. The same they look. are. They made, okay. they made clones of Stack Overflow just to not pollute Stack Overflow with like telephony questions or, you know, that type of thing. But you go to stuff that is focused and stuff that you trust and and probably something that gives you some kind of a recognition or karma that you know that the guy you know there's this guy oh it's his last name skeet i can't remember his, his first name on stack overflow you look at this guy he's got like 16 million answers you know and he'll he'll give you not only the quick answer but the complete answer what, 16 so you, million is what he does all day long? Uh, get paid for I, I can't remember what his, what his number is. I'll look it up. I'll put it in the show notes. But okay. this guy actually, they, they crafted a, um, uh, some kind of a trophy for him uh, because he, uh, he passed a certain threshold of answered questions. Wow. Uh, and and so, so does, but is, he, is he getting paid? I mean, are, are you getting, do you get paid to do no, this? No, you, you don't. It's all about badges. He could make a killing on the hollow answers, couldn't he? <laughs> uh, I guess so, but maybe he doesn't want to tell people where to buy barbecues or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that that's the level of question you get on exactly. these. Exactly, I know things, right? it's absolutely ridiculous. You know, and and most you know what when I have a question that that that's 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 silly or whatever, I just Google it. Nine times out of ten, if you Google a question, you'll get an answer. You might have to dig to the second page, but you'll get an answer on on just googling, googling. You know, like normal. Web search, and if you have anything like you said specific, go to Stack Overflow. I use Stack Overflow so much; it's amazing. And other things like too, like Flickr. The Flickr groups are unbelievable for photography stuff. You know, you 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 got to tailor what you're doing about. But I think this is where a lot of people out there don't they don't think like that. You know, they think the internet is just one big melting pot of, of crap, right? They don't think that it's all like it's like a library, or you know, it actually is pretty much well organized, and there is a cataloging system to it, and you can go to specific places and get specific help. I think there's still a lot, way, 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 way too many AOL slash Facebook users out there. Or they believe it's like a, not a walled garden, but it's like the internet is actually a service, not inter-network. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Maybe they've seen too many Matrix movies or something. I have no clue what, they're, what the hell they're thinking. It's, it's it, I, you know, I I've long time ago realized that I don't have like that kind of a brain i've got that brain that needs to you know break things down find out how it works and then you know whatever so i've got like that scientific kind of brain and and not that brain that's just says like oh i got a question you know bob what's the answer to that and i think that's what these people used to do right they used to sit around in the cubicleville's and just turn around to the, ne- the neighbor and say anybody know how to do this and it'd always be that one guy and then you know cliff clavin was around and he'd answer them but i think that now that you know the google's there they'll just oh well put it in the web search web, web you know the internet's we'll find out so and and when you go to the Aardvark, um 
basically a tool on your on your iPhone. It just doesn't work anymore. So they basically killed a, a perfectly good working app they had on 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 the iPhone because you know Google hasn't had that much luck trying to get stuff to work on the iPhone, and the ones that do work, they managed to kill them. So well done, Google. Hmm. Does the Aardvark website still work? I haven't che- checked. Mind you, there's so many answers you could get for one question that a lot of people are a little taken aback by that because they say, okay, which is the right question? You know, okay, mind you, you're you're not asking something so esoteric that, you know, any answer will be a right answer. But I mean, if you've got a specific question in mind, if you're looking for something specific, you're going to go to that one place or that one guy or that one whatever who knows exactly what, you know, what you're talking about. But if you're doing a general search into a an engine google maybe uh you can get 15 different answers to your question to your query so maybe that's why people are not you know they're a little taken aback maybe they don't know how to ask the right questions it's a possibility it doesn't mean that you know it could be yeah but with the system like this you're inviting not just people who don't know how to ask the question but Thousands of people who don't even know how to answer the question. And you're true, also inviting the true. trolls to come out, come back out into the light. To come say, out and come back, yeah. They're, 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 and say, well, you're opening, you you're opening the door to them, basically. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's my, 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 I don't know, kind of my take on the, uh, on the Google thing. But um, funny news about Google, actually, is that um, it's the Web 2.0 conference going on right now down in, in the States and pretty much everywhere across the world at the same time. But uh, good old Eric Schmidt is on stage like, you know, Monday, and uh, basically pulls out a Nexus S, he's calling it, the, the new Nexus uh, phone, wait, which wait, is basically wait, wait, the Galaxy wait, S. Wait, we haven't talked about boutiques.com yet. We can come back to it. What's boutiques.com then? I, I was really looking forward to that one. That was my favorite one. So what, what okay, okay, I'm, I'm thinking about What is boutiques.com? This is another new Google service that is somehow amalgamating online fashion stores into one place, into boutiques.com. What do you mean amalgamating fashion stores? Like, like, like you'll get Prada, Gucci. Yeah. Yeah. There's hundreds, if not thousands of stores and designers and, and whatnot with all this, this stuff online. It's like walking through Fairview where okay, every okay. single store Eric, is. I got I to stop you right now. Why is this relevant to the show? Because our wives are going to be going there. Really? Our, our wives really? will finally have a reason to go online, besides to look at the pictures of them that we posted without their permission. Okay, you guys. <laughs> you know what? Miss, Mrs. Schultzter, I have no idea what he's talking about there. I, <laughs> I never saw that picture of you by the lake, <laughs> and I'll never see it again. <laughs> we're just, everybody, we're just taking one step back on this one. <laughs> okay, no, but no, seriously, though, I mean, I, I don't, it's just, okay. Well, th- this is, again, Google... I mean, they've got uh, Google product search. They've got uh, Google base, which is products, right? Have, have, so, have, have Sergey and, and Larry just decided to go on a like, six-month vacation and, 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 and their Nexus ones don't work or something? Have, have this, has this company completely lost the plot? Yeah. Well, I, I think it's been a while. What has happened to the Goog? Yeah. And evil. Hello? They, this isn't even evil. This is just stupid. This is just, they just dumb themselves down six levels. Not boutiques.com specifically, but just the three recent things we've talked about tonight, right? So you've got your, uh, your, your Baraza, whatever. You've taken the coolness out of Aardvark and turned it into something that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Then there's your hot pot. What, what, how, what the hell is that supposed to make sense of? Then they have their real-time push notification, which they called PubSubHubbubBub, 
we, we, you know, wow, let's make it really, really simple for everybody who knows how to call it. Why don't they just call it Google Push or something? It would have been much, much easier to use. Wasn't it Hubba Bubba? Oh, it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's just funny to hear people say that, you know, and they go, what the hell is that? And you're like, it's this tool that lets you put all it's your stuff in gun. real time uh, and just freaking hell. Like, what has happened to these guys? Google used yeah. to be about simplicity. It used to be about one page. It's all white. You type your question. Some some anorak in, 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 in a server room has yeah, written an algorithm. Somebody's al- got an, another idea. Has, has written an algorithm to tell you how to best get the information. Why can't we just have the Google? Let the Google sort it out. You know? Well, the, the, the marketing people are taking over. Oh, don't the organization is acquiring more and more marketing people coming up with hot pot and boutiques, which they said they're products that already exist that Google already has. But they've killed them. They spent six months in beta building a name and then they kill it. This is what Windows failed when they, when they, 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 you know, Sven, what was the, the code name for, uh, was it XP or, or Vista? And it was the coolest code name in the world and they never went with it. Oh, I think it was, uh, I think it was XP. The Longhorn or something, wasn't it? They wanted to call it Longhorn or something? Longhorn, I think, is Windows 2000. They had a, they had a couple of Longhorns, I believe. Yeah, that's they. And they had they had a couple of really cool code names, and they and then they you know they, so they build up a following. All the geeks love the the, the beta, and all the, they love the code name. And then they call they come out and they go, "We're gonna call this XP or Vista." Yeah, I think Longhorn was Vista, uh, oh. and 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 they also called it Longhorn Server. I think uh, for oh, we lost somebody. Oh, Ben's out. Must be solar flares on the man ward tonight. <laughs> I think so, eh? <laughs> we, you, Either that or he's got one of those backscatter x-rays nearby. I think it's... The has, it, has anyone checked the level of the river there? Maybe his, his basement's filling up. <laughs> Glad to have you back. Settled that problem six months ago, buddy. <laughs> okay. You, see, well, you drain the happens. river? That's what happens when you get all angry on <laughs> no, the show. You, you, Somebody's listening. No, no, no. Who's Steve's, been u- Steve's been you streaming, and now we're screwed. So, um, anyways, we're, we were going on about before you you rudely uh, left. I don't us know. It's day. it's odd. It's just you uh, guys are coming in. A, yeah, I know. You guys are coming in and out. So are you hardwired now? The call just ended, so are I'm having hard- problems on on my side. I think. Are you hardwired now? Hello. 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 Apparently, I've lost everybody. I'm I am hardwired and I unplugged and replugged. While I, I was cannot. On there you go. You cannot use hardwire, Ben. No, I can't. Okay, well, that's fine then. Uh, we'll, we'll do what we can. It doesn't sound bad so far. You're coming in fine when you do two talks, so don't worry about it. So, oh, much. I'm, I might I might be coming in fine. I just I can't. I'm hearing every second syllable coming out of all you guys, so it's it's a little weird there. Okay, uh, it's hard to hard to follow conversation. Is, is, is your wife watching YouTube movies or Netflix right now? See, now you're gone. Okay, I said, is your wife watching YouTube movies or Netflix? No, she is not. I checked. Okay. Oh, that's what you went over to go do late earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does your TV yeah, come what hap- in no. on coax or over a satellite dish? <laughs> coax. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want you unplug the wire from the wall and then plug it back in. Do you still have a signal? Sounds like uh, doesn't that sound like support from Bell? Okay, now yeah. now I, I got now to, I got to reboot, right? I, I want you to <laughs> dis- disable all the security features that you've set up in your home, and I want you to download. What I got to call ADT? 
Damn. I want you to I want you to download <laughs> this flaky software that we might have built or we might have gotten some Indian or even some Russian designer to do and install it on your machine. It will let us know all of your credit card information. Is that okay uh, with uh, you? Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Now what I want you to do is uninstall life. Because <laughs> you don't deserve to have one. Where's the button? Where's the button? <laughs> Uh, I, I was watching a video um, on YouTube. That I'm sorry to tell you. Oh, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm seriously. I'm gonna reboot oh. the system just to see what happens. Right, yeah, right, you right. you got choppy so, just there. We'll I, catch I, you I on got, the other side. We'll you actually Cylon on my end. Yeah, you Cylon a little bit. We'll yeah. catch you on the other end. Okay. I didn't get any of that. Sorry, guys. Uh, okay, go. I'm gonna reboot. I'm, I'm gonna reboot. I'll be back. Okay, go, go go. Sounds good. It's good to see you. All right. So now that he's gone, we can so, talk. So about you know what we should do? Change all. All the show notes, change them. <laughs> so we come back, and if you can't hear us, at least I'll keep talking to the show notes, but we're talking about something else. <laughs> that would be awesome. He's, he's all ready to see, he's psyched up to talk about a specific topic, and he'll be like, when the hell is that topic going to come up? When? What? What? Well, why are they talking about like, field hockey? <laughs> so, so actually, when we do get him on, we'll, we'll, we'll pretend we're in this, this massive heated debate about, about uh, I don't know, about uh, rugby. Well, I, I don't know if we can even carry that off ourselves. <laughs> you know when but, that guy ran into the other guy? <laughs> that was so funny. And then he did that thing. <laughs> hey, hey, Steph, yes. you travel a lot to the States. Have you had to go through one of those uh, backscatter x-ray uh, things yet? Yes, I have. And of all places in Montreal. No. Yes. <laughs> Where were you going? I was actually going to Saskatoon. What, what, Montreal has one of these things now? Yes. Yeah, I've been through it in Montreal once. I don't want to put my kids through it. Yeah, I don't, I yeah, don't is like it. The, it. Is it the X-ray one or is it the one that's, that, that's, that's the other one that's safe? No, no, it's, no, it's not safe. It's a not safe. Well, how is it not safe? The X-ray is, um, doesn't go through to the bone. It actually just penetrates the skin but stays there. So, so it's actually it's, not it's, dispersing. Exactly. So relative to the surface of your body, it's a large amount of energy as opposed to the same amount of energy going through the entire mass of your body. So, you know, they're, they're thinking it could be problems for cataracts, for, you know, men's parts and all kinds of other things. So, well, uh, what about my little baby boy parts? I don't want him to get to, to be sterile because we took him to England for once one year. You, you can always choose to go for the pat down. And it's, yep. it, that's, that's the thing you got to wonder is, do you want somebody yeah. to have a picture of you or your kids without your clothes on? Or do you want to get felt up? Say, uh, it, say pat down with a really big smile. <laughs> and and wink that that to me it, it was a really quick pat down when I did that. So is yeah. um, and it, uh, are men doing pat downs to women or is no. it no men okay. to men women to women yeah right and they'll pat down my little baby boys too no what are they gonna put them through the scanners no, no, I, gotta, or I gotta put them in the it's, little it's trays. not everybody every <laughs> you get sort of randomly you win a little prize and you get to be selected for the thing so if I just go through the scanners and sorry I don't I don't want to do that I'm afraid of that. With my my kids, and they'll, they'll they'll pull me aside and do a pat down. No, yeah. If they if they say you have to go through it, you can say I'd, I'd rather have a pat down. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, but because and are they going to arrest both- me and chain me to a, to a thing and keep me there for forty five minutes and I miss my flight like that poor chick in the states? No. no okay. Yeah. Do you hear guys read about that? Yeah, no. I've been reading some of Dvorak's things <laughs> and about the one guy who, um, you know, he was trying to leave and he, the guy who recorded everything. I don't know if you saw that one. No, I didn't see one that guy, one. He recorded everything. It, it was brilliant because. 
at first they, they, they told me he couldn't fly anymore and that he had to leave the airport. And then he was just trying to leave the airport. They wouldn't let him leave the airport. But it was for his own good. And <laughs> he couldn't get a straight answer out of them. And every time they said something, it was counter to what was actually true. Yep, so right. They were saying, oh, well, you know, the, the, the TSA um, says that if, uh, you know, that if on their website they publish it so that because it's up there it's common knowledge and you should know he says yeah but san diego airport says that it doesn't have this system otherwise i would not have come to this airport oh <laughs> so every time they came up with something to say the guy had an answer for them so the guy, he, the guy went in there looking for a fight no he was well informed i think he was just well informed okay. i think he was yeah and, I, uh, I i just want to go i want to go away the, this christmas and i want to have a nice time with my family and i don't want to get some radiation poisoning uh i don't want to i'm already i'm already sterile by my own choosing <laughs> i don't want my kids to be sterile without them choosing it you know so I'm right. a little bit I'm a little bit worried, uh, and I you know I was I thought Montreal was out of this. I didn't think we were part of the TSA thing. The full we we implemented it before the Americans did to, in order to comply with their regulations. Are we are we just are we just do we just bend over every time somebody in the states says to do it? Well, we do tend to send a lot of traffic to the United States, right? Well, there's only there's only thirty million of us. It can't be that much. <laughs> yeah, but the people who go normally carry money, yeah. so. Okay, so they go. So we're gonna give those guys a hard time. Is that it? I you know. I just this whole thing just annoys me, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to piss off our American listeners. And I and I, you know, I think they already know how how screwed up their system is sometimes. And well, I, hope, it's, and I you hope, know what it's, and it has I, nothing. And I, and I hope, I hope it has nothing to do that. with the Americans. I think this is you know. I don't think it has to do with them with the American people. Yeah, I think no, it no, just no, has I don't to think it's the American people at all. That's and that's what I'm trying to get across. Hang on, a guys, a second. I think we got Ben back on the line. Okay, Hello. so so Ben, we're just talking about the TSA stuff. Uh, you'll have to kind of um, pull up the speed a little bit on this one. So TFSA what, stuff, you mean, right? The TSA stuff. What? The TFSA? Yes. No, we're not talking about your RESP book. We're talking about the uh, the American travel. What the CIA? The yes. NSA? <laughs> no. What I, what I, what I was trying to say earlier, um, and and basically was was that. Uh, I, this is nothing ever to do with our, our, our the American people in general. Um, you know, we, there are listeners. We we and 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 there are friends. They're my cousins. The people themselves are generally nice people, and and they're good people too. It's their their bizarre uh, government that seems to be. Uh, how can I say this without sounding like I'm some kind of like northern bigot? They, they just they just seem intent on keeping the American people in a state of terror all the time. They do, they do terror cells. It's it's simple, they, and they've just and by doing that every day they let some some crackpot terrorist know that he's won. That's right. Well, the thing the thing is, it's all theater, right? It's just to show that they're doing something. You know, oh well, yeah, we have these backscatter X-rays. We have these, you know. Uh, we're gonna cr- we're gonna freeze everybody before we put them in an airplane, and we'll thaw them on the other end. That way, everything will be safe. None of that makes it a safer flight. No, right? Because the, the guy, the good terrorists, will innovate, right? Yeah, well, because the guy <laughs> pays off the the baggage guy, who pays off the you know the catering guy, who gets the box cutter onto the you know that guy is always gonna get in. They're always gonna find their way in. It's the, the, the business traveler who is wa- volunteering to walk through the metal detector is not the guy you have to worry about. 
It's the people that sneak into the airports. It's the people that know a cousin who works at the thing and who's helping them. That's where you have to be. But meanwhile, the traveler sees the business person going through the metal detector. And he says, well, that's safety, right? That's security. But it's really all theater. That's so, a big, it's a big freaking joke. Yeah. And every time, I don't know, uh, Steph, every time you go to the uh, airport, every time I go, you keep hearing how they're raised to orange and how, yes. you know, don't touch people's. Every day they're raised to orange. I mean, that's not being raised. That means they're stuck in orange, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and that just means everybody, you know, look to your left, look to your right and narc on people. And I don't know. I feel safe in an airport. <laughs> it's outside the airport you're going to get mugged. In the airport is the safest place you can be. Agreed. So I I don't know. Um, There's so many so many security people there. And why would you get attacked there? We we accidentally yeah. left a we accidentally left a bag at an airport um, in in London like a, that was a you few, a few years ago <laughs> a few years ago and uh, and we called up and we said uh, we've left our bag at the airport um, we want to come back and get it has anybody turned it in. She goes, well, I'll call Lost and Found. Can you describe the bag? And she goes, describe the bag. And he goes, he goes, how long ago was it? She goes, oh, about a couple of hours. Oh, we've destroyed that by now. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you have insurance, right, sir? And I'm like, uh, I, I, I hope. <laughs> I, mean, I was so glad our passports weren't in there. But basically, that's their policy over there. They just like, you know, something gets. And this is something I wanted to kind of mention at one point uh, is that it seems to me that like. These two countries, um, United States and, and the United Kingdom, they both have vested interests in making sure their, their, their country stays safe, right? Uh, it's just, it seems to me, like every time I've traveled to the UK, they're just better at doing it. They're European. Without, without freaking everybody out around them, right? Sure. I mean, and they've had terrorists for a long time. They've had the, NR, they've had the, um, the NRA, the, uh, not the NRA. IRA. The IRA. IRA. I was thinking about the National Rifle Association. What the the Troubles. They had, you know, they've had that, that issue for a, for a long time. And, and basically, you know, so uh, people in England got used to seeing uh, MI5 agents walk or, and, 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 uh, and uh, met police walk around the airport with machine guns. And that wasn't too, you know, it freaked me out the first few times I traveled there. And then I realized that, you know, the guy's got a machine gun. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to be okay. It made me feel better than seeing a 16-year-old uh, rent a cop uh, with uh, with with a Colt or a Magnum or whatever they they they, they use as as handguns. I was more safe about the about the the actual Met agent, not some TSA, not some other you know local subcontractor. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sub subcontractor is probably the, the better word to say. Uh, you know, with a with with a with with a, with a five dollar permit and a, and a seven day waiting list. You know, to get his gun and actually using it. I was. They, they, it just seems to me like like Britain got it right and 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 the the Americans are still just you know okay well we'll just yeah but don't don't do forget something. for us what you've got two different completely different cultures exactly you've got the phlegmatic the you know down to earth uh, Brits who are like oh well then we'll do this well they're not always and that then you got the America hang on and then you got the Americans who'll go ah oh, go big or go home. Well, that, that, I and just, it's, that's, that's, that's the only difference between the two. The Americans will do everything in their power, A, to make some cash out of the terror, you know, that's being dispensed. Uh, whereas the, the Brits will go, well, let's, let's see what the problem is and try to circumvent the problem. Let's not amplify. Let's not make people, make people uh, feel 
prisoners in their own airport or terrorists in their own airport when they're clearly they are not. There are the travelers. There are the ones who are bringing the money to these uh, these companies, to the airline companies. So, I mean, but, why but are you the making... Funny thing, that's the funny thing, Ben, is that when you walk into an English airport, the security is 10 times bigger than it would be in an American uh, airport. It's just that it's, it's yes, so well done. It's, it's, it's better organized. Yeah. But, but not only it's that, not- but European in general airports, uh, they also do all the little things. Uh, every, every American airport I've ever been in has those stainless steel cylinder garbage cans, those big things. You go to a European airport, and it looks like a little water bowl, the garbage. You drop a Kleenex inside. Two seconds later, somebody comes by, removes the Kleenex from the little bowl, and goes away with it. Yeah. There's no way you can put a bomb in that little bowl without being noticed. Whereas the big garbage can, you can, you can light someone on fire and put them in it, and it would take five <laughs> minutes before someone would notice. And, and it's the little things that they've learned over, the, over time to say, well, okay, if the garbage cans blow up, get rid of the garbage cans. Put those little bowls instead, right? Yeah. And but, if, but don't so forget. They, 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 go, go ahead. Go, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, they, they, they've, they've been progressively elaborating their security over the last 40 years. But shouldn't the Americans just have called, out, called up and said, Tony, you got anything for us? But that's really, that's the key. That's, you know, you nailed it on the head there. They've been dealing with this for almost 50 years. The Americans are catching up. All of a sudden, we've got 10 years, and all of a sudden, we're saying, oh, what do we do? What do we do? The That's Brits right. have been dealing with this for so long that it's like not just ingrained. It's just a way of life. They know okay, how Steph, to deal with it. Steph and Steve, we're dads, right? We do stuff. You know, we, 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 we bought a house. We bought a new house. You, you, you go into your house, and something breaks down. What do you do? You fix it. No, 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 no. What do you do? You call somebody who knows what they're doing, right? Yep. So you call your dad. You call your <laughs> uncle. You call somebody who knows what he's doing. Not my dad because he doesn't know a damn thing about tools. <laughs> but uh, you call somebody who knows what he's doing. You call my pal Al, right? Why didn't they ever pick up the phone and say, Tony, you know, Lizzie, what, what should I be doing? Lizzie, like Queen Elizabeth, okay? That's a small joke there. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about Liz Hurley. <laughs> well, she might know more than than than, uh, than 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 W did. No, but seriously though, I mean, like, why did oh, they just boy. call somebody? Why didn't they call uh, Herr Herr Gerhard or whatever the um, the the Chancellor of the Germany, chance, the German Chancellor did? Why didn't they call one of these guys and just say, guys, what's our plan? What do we do? You know, no, because okay. they freaking mm. brashy. Oh, we, we can fix it. We we taught the world. We saved everyone's ass in W, and uh, we can do whatever we want. <sighs> I'm getting well, tired of that attitude. Well, don't forget, it comes from the top down, right? If well, your exactly. president, if your president has doesn't have the the wherewithal to do these things, don't blame don't blame the system. I mean, the the, the decision has to come from the top. If the decision is not doesn't come from the top, sorry, fail. Well, Decisions you know don't what? come Look, from the top. No, the decision this doesn't come from a couple of generals sitting in a back room telling the president what to do. Basically. You look, there, there's a small click at the top that, that, that you know this all funnels down from. Yep. But the sad part is that there are three hundred million of our neighbors that daily are inconvenienced because of all of this that is supposed to make them safer. In reality, all it's doing is making them feel safe. I don't think it's making it feel safe. I think it's just annoying them. Well, no, it is annoying, but you know, you talk to people and they're like, "Oh yeah, you got to take your shoes off because that's the safe thing to do." Because right? yeah, they've been brainwashed. It's it's not yeah. the safe thing to do to take your no, shoes it's off. Not. It's no, not. but that's the thing is that no, they're making it just spreads cholera faster. 
<laughs> but they got those funky carpets there. Oh, well, it's because they are. Oh, Eric, I, I got, I got, I got to tell you a funny Dulles Airport uh, story. You know, you're mentioning we're talking about the shoes and cholera and all that. Um, well, it has nothing to do with cholera, but uh, <laughs> I was going to say there are many. But, it, but it's funny, though. No, it's a segue into this. It's, it's funny, yeah. Go, go uh, ahead, I, caller. I, 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 hello, I'm, I'm on the air. Yes, you uh, are. Go ahead, caller. You're on caller. the air. Tell us that Dallas story, there, caller. <laughs> so I'm at Dallas, and I used to travel a lot to Virginia, going to these na- naval bases. You know, so you're one of these guys who's been vetted by two this, governments. This is that time of period we can't talk to Steve about openly very often, but now he's coming out <laughs> with it himself. Okay, fine. <laughs> but, you know, you, you, you've been vetted by two governments, by NATO. You, you're one of these guys that you think at some point in time you're trusted, right? And you're, you're, you get to the airport and you do that. If anybody's ever been to Dulles, it's a long, long line to get just to the security screening that usually bends around a corner and yes. you know, and I don't know if it's to get you through to see some of the shops, or if it's really just because that's the only way they could line <laughs> the people up. But anyways, so once you get through that, you have to go through the take your shoes off, put them in the bucket. They even have these special bags if you have film that's over sixteen hundred to put in, and all this other stuff. So I'm traveling in cargo shorts, a t-shirt, and sandals. Right. <laughs> so I take my sandals off. I am barefoot on the cold tile in the airport. The guy picks me for a random, uh, you know, extra wanding, I guess, or whatever it was. He asked me to sit on the chair. Bend over. Put, no, no. And to put my feet over the two footprints on the carpeting. So I do that. And he wands over. And I'm barefoot. And the thing goes crazy. So I just look <laughs> at the guy. I just look at the guy. And the guy's looking at me really serious, right? And he wands over again. The thing goes nuts. I look at him. I said, I, I think your wand's broken. And the guy says, well, no, he says, there's a steel plate that we move uh, depending on the day. And it gets nervous people feeling way more nervous. He says, but dude, you're barefoot. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's, it, it's not, you know, unless you're really, you know, really clever, there's nowhere you can hide anything. Right. I'm saying, well, that's what I'm thinking. He says, oh, have a nice day and, ha- you know, enjoy your flight kind of thing. There's a but, steel I mean, plate we move to make people nervous. Yeah. People feel it, more nervous. Fantastic. Well so, done, W. So <laughs> imagine you're the type of person who needs two vodkas before getting on an airplane because you do not like flying. And now your feet are beeping because you're your argyle socks bullets, <laughs> and all you're wearing are argyle socks that are about two millimeters thick, right? <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? You're gonna start sweating. You're gonna start getting gabby and chatting, and you know, next thing you know, you're giving your like pin number, your bank account to the guy, right? <laughs> and I, I just thought, you know, is this really safety? Is this really <laughs> security? Safety. You know, but, these, these uh, are bored guys at work, literally messing with people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were, when, when a terrorist walks into, or when, when somebody who's like, you know, been profiled walks into, they already know it coming in, the guy's coming in. Nine yeah. times out of ten, you know? So, And it's funny because Dulles was one of those really, I don't want to say predictable because maybe someone's listening, but when you used to get to, it was always the same gate to fly back to Montreal on, on United. And, um, you know, they would always pick the third person in line for the random check. Because by the time they finish doing the random suitcase check, the last traveler walks through the door and the airplane's full. So, you know, I was traveling with some guy. He'd never been to, to that naval base before. And we're heading back home after a long week. And he, as soon as they call our thing, he bounces up. I said, just sit down. I said, why? I said, because the guy in the tweed jacket over there is going to get randomly selected. He says, there's no way you could. Oh, look at that. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's just, you know... 
predictable. And if I knew this, don't you think somebody who's going to do yeah. something bad would know this? Right? Suddenly, suddenly, Steve has his Nexus pass taken away in next week's show. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> Okay, I might have to do some editing there. We'll have to see. <laughs> Names have been changed to protect the innocent. Oh, dear. So it wasn't actually Dallas. It was Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, okay. Dallas. I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about, Virginia. Yeah, so if you're going to do that uh, editing in post, uh, take the naval base out of the equation. I'll replace it with, uh, <laughs> with In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go to In-N-Out Burger very often, and the three governments approved me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, we lost Ben again. Uh, Bodekak. Ah, Donna Maison. Hello? Hello? Yep. Hello, hello. Hello, am I coming in? Hello, caller. Okay. Hello, hello, caller. <laughs> You're on the air. You're on trade. I'm on the air. <laughs> I'm on the air. Okay. So, anyways, you was speaking about predict- predictability. Maybe. No, he's gone. Maybe <laughs> 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 it's. <laughs> It wasn't me. It's Isn't still it done you. on purpose that they actually choose this? Oh dear! Uh, we can't hear it all, Ben. <laughs> ben, make sure you plug Hello? your microphone yeah. into the computer, not in <laughs> the men into the computer. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> caller. You're on this. the air. Welcome to the swap shop. <laughs> Hopefully, he's not talking. He's waxing on and on about something. He's like, "This is the best shit I've ever said on the show." <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, we're not recording anything. Benny. Oh, Ryan Reynolds' name is yeah. Sexy Spent Alive. Okay, Benny, just say, everybody else be quiet. Two Hello. seconds. Something. He's siloning a bit. Show notes. I think he's gone. Come on, Ben. We, we like you. Don't do this. Usually we give Eric this kind of crap. Eric, aren't you glad you're not on the receiving end of this one for once? Uh, yes. Except the... Except it's going to be bedtime soon, and uh, we got to get our stuff together. It is. It is way past my bedtime, and i got to get up early tomorrow. As opposed to what? Well, As opposed to getting up early-ish. He's getting up really early. Hello, one, two, one, two. Okay, keep saying stuff. I am nope. saying stuff. I've been trying for the past five minutes. My minutes, Silent Boy. <laughs> it's more like Stephen Hawking, actually. I have a oh, plan. Sorry, <laughs> but Stephen Hawking, it's not like you're making fun of his voice. That's is the, the way the computer sounds, right? That's right. Dude, they you actually, you, you, they you actually offered him, that. the guys who made that system, offered him an upgrade to make it sound like realistic. And he declined it because people associate his voice as that now. Well, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Steph's quietly in protest now. No, I'm not. I just what, don't want to talk to you. What quest? What quest are you doing, Steph? The kick Steve's ass quest because he mocked uh, Stephen Hawking. I just think that was so wrong. You hurt my feelings. I, I could just imagine what it'd be like if I was him. Okay, I'm over it. Over it. That was so yesterday. That was so <laughs> no. last pars. That was so last parsec. That was. <laughs> what was that? Uh, I don't know. Somebody, somebody clicked on and clicked. Hello. Yeah, there we go. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. About bloody time. <laughs> Have you waded through the water in the basement to plug yourself in directly to the router? Enough with that water crap. <laughs> I live up from the river, not down the river. Well, it's still running water, right? doesn't matter where yeah, the hell you are on the river. So you're always going to be down the river from somewhere. It's a river. Always. It's not a lake. Yes. 
There's only one <laughs> place in your the world where you're always going to be up from the water. What, what did you say, Steve? You're tweeting your haircuts now? Well, what? it was a good. It was a half dozen joke. Oh, did, did you tweet before and after pictures? No, I didn't. I didn't. I, didn't, I just four squared it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, you four square your freaking hairdresser all the time, Magoo. What the hell are you complaining about? Yeah, but I don't tweet it. Yes, you do. You, no, not anymore. You go to a hairdresser. Yes, they're not called barbers anymore. The whole family goes to the same lady. Okay, all six of us go at once. And, and, Same here. And, and she makes her week on our family alone, apparently. <laughs> and were you wearing your uh, curlers? Yes, yes, yes. That's how I got the naturally curly hair, Steph. I use freaking curlers. Yeah, okay, look. You know what? I, I, I stopped going to John uh, from 20 years ago because I can't respect a bald barber. Ever since that Seinfeld episode, I just can't do it anymore. You know, I, I don't care about bald or not. I've never had a barber give me a five-minute head massage. <laughs> <laughs> and that alone is worth the price of admission. So, especially if they're buxom, right? Is that what you're saying? Doesn't hurt. Um, we can take that out, nah. folks, right? <laughs> nope, that's staying in. <laughs> that's deep finish, I so. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a very good story, which I don't know if we can ever ever tell, apart from if we ever do a live audio audience non online show. With NDAs. Well, don't tease us. <laughs> it's up, that, that one's up to somebody else to decide. That's not up to me. Somebody else in the room here? I don't know. The room or the wives? I don't know. Okay. I'm not going I'm there. to know. Well, really off the tracks here, eh? <laughs> get, back, get back to the show. Um, so are, are you, uh, Ben, just out of curiosity, did you decide to sign back up with Dell or something? <laughs> why does, why does Honestly, I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. so much? Or did you I don't do know. Like, or did you do like that, that, that woman in, uh, in, in, in whatchamacallitville who basically uh, took, took the Bell Internet guy's advice and hooked up her cell phone to her, uh, to her, uh, to her laptops and got unlimited <coughs> data for uh, $47,000 worth of fees? Who wow. clicked and unclicked there? Not me. Me. Right. Oh. I think he killed an ogre or something. That was horrible. What was that noise? I unplugged and plugged back in. Uh, you should mute that first. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. No, I'm just saying. You like, should. That's what I do. I mute reference. it. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, I, I can't give advice now. This is a freaking train wreck show. <laughs> It's a fun one. There's your title, wreck. buddy, right there. <laughs> I kind of like. I kind of like, like train wreck. <laughs> I kind of like the old Detroit needs a new lawyer. Now I'm saying old Detroit needs another train wreck. <laughs> oh, or how geez. about old Detroit's got another train wreck? Yeah, seriously. So okay, so basically what happened was this 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 woman uh, she calls up Bell Internet and she says. And I don't know how much of this I want to tell, but basically she she says to the guy, my internet doesn't work. I've been on dial-up for years. It's just it's just stopped working. What do I do? And the guy goes, oh. Well, no, well, no, no. I see. think it's she wanted she wanted to get high-speed internet. She goes, well, what can I see about, you know, so she guy does a DSL report. He can't get DSL. So they do a... Uh, they, they do a satellite thing. She can't get satellite. She's too far out in the middle of nowhere to get anything. So the guy says, oh, you have a cell phone. She goes, she goes, yeah. Okay, well, you can use a turbo stick. So, so the guy says, no problem. Okay, okay, go down. So she goes down to the local store and she can't get a turbo stick because they're all sold out. So she drives back all the way back home and then she calls up Bell Internet again. She goes, look, they don't have any turbo sticks for me. What do I do? And she goes, well, hey, what do you got? She goes, well, I got the cell phone. And uh, she goes, well, what kind of cell phone is it, ma'am? Oh, it's this phone. Oh, great. Well, you could hook that up to your laptop and get some internet. 
and she goes uh, and he goes oh and look it looks uh, see looks here like you have unlimited data that's fine just go ahead and use it and she asks him again and again and again will she get billed the guy says no 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 it's fine so about not even a month two weeks later all of her phones are cut her home phone her cell phones are cut her kids cell phone are cut everything is cut she owes forty seven thousand dollars to bell wow she calls up Bell and she goes, what the hell is going on? And they wouldn't reconnect her until she paid like a $300 deposit to get her, her phone back online. They didn't credit her the $47,000. No, no. They, at the end of the story, they said uh, the, the, the $47,000 has been, has been written off. Yeah, yeah. So, but she had to go back time and time again and tell him, look, that guy told me. I could, yeah. you know, I could get it. I, she, he definitely told me. So basically, the, the, the bottom line of the story is Bell turned around and said, "Yeah, yeah, it's all, everything's been reversed, and your current balance is 186 bucks." Well, she could because her, she could have gone to a lawyer and said, "Okay, I want the recordings, right?" Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Well, the funny thing about that is that it's it's not really forty seven thousand dollars worth of real data, right? Because it's not traveling over Verizon's network, and they have to pay Verizon and, and all this this other stuff. I mean. The the data if once it hits Bell over their wireless, it then goes over traditional uh, data uh, pipes. So really, it's their them saying this is how much a bit is worth to us over this medium, and we'll charge her that. But it's not like they lost out on true yeah. a true forty seven thousand dollars worth. It's not like water went down the pipe and it can never be recovered again. It was just them saying, well, okay. You know, either the bits are going or not going. That tower is still doing whatever that tower is doing. It's still trying to chatter and it's still doing its thing. So it's a lot harder to say, well, I was in Hong Kong and you said, and it's like $50,000 because then the Hong Kong telecom will say, well, no, Mr. Bell, we want our money from you. We don't care what you do with your customer, but you need to pay us. Mm. This all happened on Bell's closed network. So, I mean, it's all, you know, no, it's, it's not even it's, like they... It's all about fleecing a customer, and and if she had been stupid, they would have gotten you know like you know they would have gotten forty seven thousand dollars for free, you know, and it's like they're they're probably thinking, oh great we can finally be in profit this week. I don't know what they're thinking, like you know well, they don't. They, 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 well, and rather than call her up and say, hey lady, we have a problem. You really shouldn't be using your phone as an internet modem. No, they just cut off her phones. Like the common sense factor has lost been gone from that company for some time now and rather than then than, first of all and it's not like you and she was saying this in, in her article in the gazette and this is all published in the montreal gazette by the way i will put a postal link to it in the show notes but she was saying in her article the gazette she goes it's not as if when you call up you can ask who to speak to bell decides which department you go to what what problem do you have i have a problem with my com- my computer okay bang internet you're going to bill internet and the Bell Internet guy literally has no idea how the cell phone market works, right? And, and what they, you either fall into that trap of, 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 of the smart Bell Internet guy transferring you 17 departments in your own hole for three hours, or you get some idiot like this guy who's probably worth like $15 an hour and doesn't care less, couldn't care less. Couldn't, you know what? He probably still isn't even working there because he probably screwed up four other accounts that same day and got fired on the spot. So, like, you know, Bell has to pick up the mess for these little... Or became vice president. No, I don't... I'm hoping better than that. Uh, But Mm. Bell has this this thing where, you know, like, you know, they they don't even... The call center staff turns over so often that, you know, they have revolving turnstiles on the cubicles. Um, So, like, it's not even funny. And and the only... Once again, proven by this lady, 
And, I, and you know, I don't want to mention her name in case she's like, you know, turns into like the lightsaber kid from St. Foy who got all freaking pissed off at everybody in the world. Uh, who's, who's basically, you know, like annoyed. She like, I called Belle. They're supposed to help me. And they didn't. Oh, that's great. So, you know, there you go. I, I just, it may, you know, it makes me feel better about my move to Videotron. Good. By the way, anybody see the cool Android commercials they're doing on, on Videotron? Yep. And no. they've got the little, they've got, so they got the phone. The phone looks really slick. It's a Galaxy, I think it's a Galaxy S or some kind of HTC device. It's really, really, really slick looking phone. At the end of it, they show this little, this little robot and he's got like, and he's wearing the flash symbol and, and it's showing you how you can watch video on that phone. And it's really, really well done. And they're using Goldfrapp's Ula La song. Really, really great, great commercial. We should, if, if we find a pirated version online, we'll post to it in the show notes. <laughs> but it's cool. It's well done. You know, and I was like, wow, Montreal did that. Somebody from Canada did a really cool commercial. Yay. <laughs> Is so the Nexus S on there? I don't think they they're have the Nexus S. I think they have, they have the Nexus 1 for sure. And I think they have um, another HTC device and a Motorola device that are Android. Um, so they have, I'm trying to look at their page now. Right. They have a BlackBerry Pearl 9100, the Bold 9700, the Nexus One, the Garmin A50. I wasn't even sure the Garmin were actually still doing phones. But anyways, apparently they're out they of are. it now. They, they've announced that they're getting out of the phone market. So, okay. And then uh, and this one is en prima. Who's this? Garmin. Garmin. Garmin? Okay. Garmin. And then the Motorola XT720, which looks... It's an Android phone as well. It's a 2.1 Android, actually. Uh, I think they have Kyocera. No, they don't have any Kyocera, but they do have Hawaii. (laughs) Say that again? Are you dying? You just just made that up. (laughs) I did. I think so. H-U-A-W-E-I. Why? 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 So. <laughs> and funny enough, it looks like a Samsung. So maybe it's there. It's the the, the the Samsung cheap version and the LG D Lite, which is a really, 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 really thin, ugly phone um, that LG's doing. But no, they, they they have like they have like ten phones. No, wait, twelve, thirteen, fourteen phones. Probably only three worth buying though. Well, one, one's one's a an internet stick, and it's from Huawei. Stop saying that. <laughs> you used up your two turns already. <laughs> One more, you're voting, voted off the phone call. Okay. So the 9700 is probably the... The, the 9700, and I would still get the Nexus 1. They've got it on Android 2.2, which is actually a pretty good uh, platform. Yeah, I, I just... It would be nice if it was the open Nexus 1, right? You know it isn't. I thought the Nexus 1s were open. If it was the Nexus 1, it was open. No, even the Rogers Nexus 1 wasn't open. No, oh, come on. The you only, don't think Videotron locked that puppy down to their network like you wouldn't believe? The only oh, every phone well, company does that. The only the only open one was the one you could get directly from Google and they stopped selling it. So I don't know where they're getting these from. But you know, Alistair, Alistair has one of these and it is a yeah. really, really nice phone. I just don't like that little nipple ball, but you said nipple. Nah, it's not a bad word. Okay. It's not a great word. <laughs> Isn't that what the little red dot in the middle of the keyboard on your computer is called? N- not if you have it on a Mac. Well, okay. Sorry. For the rest of the world. What, the rest oh, of the world? there you go. There the, the, you okay. go. Stefan, do you have a red dot in the middle of your keyboard? Uh, no, I took it off. <laughs> <laughs> but it was blue to begin with, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, because that's a Dell. So Stefan removed his nipple? <laughs> yes, I did. I didn't like it. Okay. Has anybody heard about this C-32 thing? <laughs> the, the airplane? No, that's no, a CC-132. The, the bill in, uh, <laughs> in the house? 
Yeah. You know, Eric, that article you posted about. <laughs> oh, that one. Right, 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 right. That's uh, a velvet that's... fog. <laughs> Steve, Hello, caller. Steve, that was so clean. That was the best segue you've done so far. <laughs> Speaking, Speaking of dishwashers. Of dishwashers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what is this? Now they, the, the, the Canadian government this wants to tax us on our MP3 players. What the hell is well, all this about? C32 is the new uh, copyright law in Canada. They've tried to do this like two or three times to revamp copyright. We're, we already get, pay a tax on our, on, our, on our digital devices, don't we? No. No. This is um, the only thing we pay on is right now it's uh, videotapes. Which, the medium, the media, yeah, also video, CDs, CDs yeah. too, recording CDs. mediums. I'm yeah. not sure if DVDs we pay or not, but CDs and videotapes and uh, well, cassette tapes, I guess theoretically. Who still owns one of those? Well, whoever so, owns a Walkman. Okay, I just right. I can picture the day Hello, where we're 1985. We want our phone yeah, back. I, <laughs> I can picture the, the the conversation ten years. Well, son, we have to have a talk. There was such a thing as a cassette. It was a spool of tape. And yeah. you had to whine from one side to the other. They're going to look at us in disbelief saying, what are you talking about? You know, Was it powered by dinosaurs? You Anyways. know what? My, my kid's going to listen to uh, to Special Edition 1 and go, Dad, what the hell were you talking about? You were cutting tape and then sticking it back together? Why would you do yeah. that? Because <laughs> they paid me a lot of money to do it, kid. I was one of the, no, no, the few people in the world who would actually do it. But, but then you uh, can join two, two things together and say, when you were low on batteries, you used a big pen to swing the uh, the tape around to rewind it. No, actually, we used to do that to prolong the life of the tape because if you stopped and started your tape a lot, you'd get like loosenings in it, right? And it basically right. it would play funny. So you would basically every once in a while you would you would listen to your one tape and then rewind that one tape you listen to quite often. You stopped and started, so it'd be nice and tight. So the next time you listen to it, you wouldn't have any gaps in it. You would go, you wouldn't go. Nah, it was just to save power on the batteries. Oh my! Recordings were nice. It was to conserve battery power. Who, who? Okay, who else did this? Who else bought um, uh, a cassette when because they couldn't afford CDs and then took it home immediately, put it into the cassette player, and then took a nickel metal hydride cassette, put it right next to it, and then made an exact copy of that cassette and only listened to the nickel metal hydride cassette alone, and then kept the other one on a shelf in case they ever had to make another copy of that one cassette. Never. I, didn't, I made backups. Is anybody, and Andy, am I the only guy who did that? And it wasn't made out of yeah. nickel hydride, by the way. What was it? Oh, no, it was it a metal tape. It was, cro- it was chromium dioxide. Oh, okay, yeah, all right, chrome. sorry, chromium dioxide. I, I'm getting my crappy metals mixed up. You're getting crappy metals. He's getting his rechargeable batteries mixed up. <laughs> Very much so. I got, I got it all wrong. But no, I, I, I had some Sony, some black Sony metal tapes. And I only bought them because they were black. And <laughs> when I opened up, they're metal. It's oh, cool. It would go good with my Metallica. And I thought it was very clever. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, thought, uh, I was 13. I thought, it was, I thought it was really clever. So, <laughs> so I made an exact copy of all these, all these cassettes. And that we never, ever listened to the original. Only listened to the copy. Wasn't the best part about buying cassettes, the stickers that came with them, that you can never get on straight, and they would always smudge. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I had a system. I discovered you had, a little, you had a little sand blotter. Is that what you used? Or almost? <laughs> I had one specific pilot pen I would use. It was almost like to, uh, a sharpie level kind of pen, and I would I would use it, and then I would basically have some some folded over tissue paper three times, and then basically blot out afterwards, and then basically blow on it seven or eight times, and it would be fine. I had a system. 
it's almost Sheldon Cooper in its in its in its OCD is yes it was it was quite <laughs> Steph you you remember this don't you oh absolutely and he does now I had a buddy well no Steph, Steph got a few of my mixtapes that's why uh, not because we were like that well, there's nothing wrong with that I mean to... you guys had a bromance ah <laughs> oh, great there goes uh, there there goes the rumor mill again. Took us thirty years to squash the other one, right, Steph? Yeah, not entirely, because, apparently. <laughs> just because you got married. So, so. <laughs> I don't <want> to go there. <laughs> no, so so we had this pool when we were uh, when when we were growing up between us and our and our buddy Mitch, the nuclear scientist. And uh, I shouldn't say nuclear; he's actually a rocket scientist. He gets very upset when we call him the wrong name. Um, we would buy specific. Um, Bands like I would buy Van Halen, I would buy uh, Motley Crue, and I would buy uh, Metallica and Iron Maiden. Steph would buy Scorpions, uh, Cheap Trick, Guns and Roses, Guns and Roses. Wait, well, everyone buy Guns and Roses. Everybody got that. Everybody got Guns and Roses. Anyways, and Mitch oh. would get Mitch would get like uh, the good music. Mitch bought the good music. Is that it? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch got like Lynch Mob. Uh, he got uh, he got some Scorpions as well. He had uh, some. Uh, I had ACDC, man. Yeah, yeah. You had the ACDC. And anyway, so we basically we would we would and I and Mitch had all the Aerosmith. That's right. He had all the Aerosmith, and he had uh, a lot of Rush. I believe I can't remember. No, 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 no Rush. No Rush. Really That's Rush. Ben. Ben got hey, the hey, Rush. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I, I was about to start hating on Mitch, but. Uh. <laughs> What, and no Judas Priest in there? Anything? Uh, no, we weren't big priest guys. We were uh, we weren't big priest guys. We but no uh, Smiths, no Cure, no, no Stone Roses. I had I had the Cure and the Cult, but they were on vinyl, and because yeah. my sister because my sister had them at Full of Hollow, baby. And my sister had them, and uh, we had I had all the U two. I had, I had a mix of U two. I had a mix of vinyl and cassette, and but mostly we were in the metal guys, right? We were we were metal heads more or less. And we we would one we'd buy bands, but we would make copies for everybody else. So we we had the best record collection in the world. You see, it's people like you that they had this this levy for on on the blank medium, right? Come on, do you know how much? Do you know how many of those freaking concerts we went to? Do you know how many ACDC concerts I went to? Do you know how many Aerosmith concerts I went to? Trust me, the lawyers, those the guys lawyers don't care. Those, and how many T-shirts I bought so I could look like Garth from Wayne's World? You know how many freaking Aerosmith T-shirts I own still to this day? Ah, uh, irrelevant, irrelevant. You're no, very irrelevant. Music. Yeah, but no, back then was it wasn't music. like it was today. It was like oh, sharing an earbud, oh. Eric. It's like sharing an earbud. That's all it was. Fair use. <laughs> Fair use. People used to I was, say, I was, go to the library and borrow the cassette. If it wasn't for me, Steph would have never have listened to some really good Van Halen. Yeah, I still don't like Van Halen all that much. <laughs> but at least you listen to it. And I don't like so Scorpions you're, you're that much, just, but I listen to it too. You're justifying your theft. It's not justifying oh, theft. Oh, the big words there, Mr. Uh, Schultzer. Okay, Eric, you can, you can return all those DVDs whenever you have a chance, okay? <laughs> all right, let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, so that's it with the new copyright law. These people are saying like, well, nobody's buying cassettes anymore. They're all buying iPods, so we want to add 50 bucks or whatever to the cost of an iPod. And what's the justification for that? But the same is for the blank cassettes, what JF just why, why is it? Why is it the same? Because you're buying a device where you're going to put some music that you've theoretically, legitimately bought from iTunes and put it on your iPod. Well, that's the problem, right? Well, why is Us, it the problem? here, of course, as, as dads, right? Right. We know that you only buy legitimate music. Of course. That's all we're going to put on our iPods. Yes. 
So okay. why should we have to pay a tax for people like JF who copy music and give it to all their friends? Okay, you know what? Enough. I'm told you, you've got to give the DVDs back, and now you're never getting a mixtape from me ever again. Okay, so enough <laughs> of, of bashing me out openly. All right. If you don't, if you don't want to hear to my cool music, that's up to you. Great, whatever. <laughs> but what I, what I, what I disagree. For most, some strange reason, though, all your mixtapes sounds like you're humming the music. <laughs> well, you know, I got to get around those copyright laws somehow. Uh, no, it's all eight bit. <laughs> it's all eight bit. So no, but what I really didn't like about the whole thing was that also if you had bought different devices, you would have to pay another tax again. So it's that whole that it's it was like kind of like the what the record industry tried to do to make us try to buy that movie over and over and over again. Why? Why am I paying for the same thing over and over and over again if I already own it? And and so. if they broadcast it at a certain time and you want to watch it later, you got to pay for that too. They want to do that too in the C thirty two. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll post a link to in the show notes. That is definitely off, and we'll definitely all sign the petition. Okay. Let's squash yeah, the thirty. But they already they already have the kill bit for DVRs. They just don't they choose not to use it. Like oh, really? when you record when you record twenty four, and you decide, oh, I'll wait till the end of summer to watch it. If they wanted to, they can flip this kill bit on, and the the PVR would delete it after a month. Well, that, well that, that would be like the TiVo, the Videotron, or the Bell PVR, right? Not like not like yeah. Seth's PVR. No. Correct. Well, no, not necessarily, because a lot of times in, these codecs are licensed, and in order to get the codec, you have to agree to put certain mechanisms into your PVR. No, but Steph, Steph has like a, a hard drive um, P, uh, mm. DVD DVD recorder, right, Steph? And basically, that just records the TV feed. Correct. So you're not. It's, it's they can't put a kill switch on it's, that. It's not smart. Well, it's not smart. It just it doesn't. No, it back. is smart. It is smart. There's certain shows. There's certain shows that uh, get blocked. So in the past, what's happened is I'm watching a show. I'm like, fantastic. Uh, I'll be able to cut out the, com- the commercials and you know put three of them on one, on one DVD. When I look at it, it's, oh, it's locked out because it's uh, copyrighted. Well, you can't so cut I the can commercials o- or you can't watch can o- it again? I can't cut the commercials and but I can't can make it. you can watch it again. Yes, but I can't make a copy of it. Oh, that's weird. Well, I'm, yeah, sure, because- we could, I'm sure we could fix that for you somehow. <laughs> No, no, no! I, <laughs> no, no, no! I've tried. He says, <laughs> "I've tried." Okay. So, I, actually, I want to. What I want, I want to get away from this talk of, of the C thirty two because obviously it's a bad move, anyways. But I want a, a more important question for all you dads out there, especially Steve and 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 Steph, because your kids are of age already. Have you had that talk with your kids yet? Have you sat them down and then basically explained to them um, the reality uh, of Star Wars? Have you had that talk yet? Yes. Okay. Um, the uh, DVDs have been watched. Okay. Uh, and they are cool. Okay. So they That's know about- that hand shot first. Yes. They have an appreciation for the Wookiee and they have a hate for the Binks, right? It hasn't really developed into that much. It's more like lightsabers are cool, but um, it'll get there. Okay. Almost everything is right in the world then. So you, because you see, I, 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 uh, I'm starting very young, probably younger than most people should. Um, I want to make sure that the, the boys are ready for it. Um, they're they're going to get asked questions no matter what, and the people in the playground will be talking about it. And uh, I want to make sure they know they know the truth. So um, recently, I started talking to them about it, and, and and now the girls have shown an interest, and so I've started talking to them about it as well. And we've basically been going back and watching um, 
all the Star Wars uh, the way they should be. Okay. And uh, I just uh, want to make five, sure. Four, five, six, one, two, three, right? Exactly. That's the only way to watch it. And I know, Steph, you, you faltered on that one um, a while ago, and I hope you've, you've, re- you've tried to rectify what, what that you, situation with Thomas. What do you mean I faltered? What do you I mean hope I you've faltered? rectified that situation with Thomas, your youngest, because, I mean, <sighs> that your eldest is a nice kid, but he, he's, he's a Binks lover. No, he's not a Binks lover. He hates Binks, too. He finds him silly. He finds him silly, but silly also means funny, right? Well, no. He doesn't like him particularly, no. Okay. As I'm long just... as the children are kept Binks-free as long as they can. Well, yes. We're trying. We're trying thing. very hard. We, 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 uh, my eldest daughter, we showed her The Phantom Menace when she was two, and we, we wish we sh- had, should never have done that in the, because... She just keeps asking questions about Padme, and I'm, I'm just not ready to answer those. Um, but the boys were doing the right way. We, we've, we've, we've said it straight again, so we want to make sure that we're doing that properly. I just wanted to check with you guys, make sure you guys yeah, have had have a talk the- with your kids. So, um, uh, Eric, just, you know what? Take example. Learn from us. The mistakes we've made in the past um, and, and how to, you know, Yes. Garner I'm going to introduce my kids to the Clone Wars first, the animated series. That's actually not a bad thought. That, I, I, <sighs> Eric likes watching that. That is a good. You know what? And I like watching it too. Um, and yes, and and my daughters like watching it too. And it's not a bad thing at all. And Anakin isn't nearly as whiny as he normally is. Well, he's a better actor there because he's less wooden, right? He's more CGI. Yeah. So that's um, right. No, I think that's and, a great. Uh, I, th- I think that's a great that's a great thing. The Clone Wars is good, and uh, then maybe we'll do like the robot chicken version of Star Wars and the Family Guy version of Star Wars. After after they have to understand Star Wars first. Yeah, I think you, I think you'll have to go Clone Wars four, five, six. Maybe give them a breather period, then do uh, Spaceballs. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe a little bit of Galaxy Quest, just so they get an, an an idea of what it could have been like, and then introduce Robot Chicken and the Family Guy episode, and Was then you can a, go back and and show them the folly of of one two three. Maybe some old school uh, Battlestar too. I, th- I think I think introducing the Cylons at that at an early age like that will just confuse them even more. I tend to agree. No, I won't. I don't think so. I don't. Uh, no, by I, that time, I was pretty well versed. So no, the, the five, six, think, seven years is a good time. No, I, the, the I, think, old, I think you push off the Battlestar Galactica and you you introduce some Doctor Who. No, no, no. Doctor Who. I remember because I, I remember hiding behind the the the, the sofa uh, quite a few times and never ever trusting a Bobby police officer um, fully because I thought he would turn into a Cyberman and I thought that was quite a healthy. Um, Fear, healthy fear of the law. Hmm. Wait, <laughs> kind it's of interesting. Kind of. I don't know. Maybe because it is compl- it is complicated. You know. But it, it'll, so it'll, I'd it'll, wait. I'd wait till the cynicism and the sarcasm start to grow and seed into them, and then they'll be able to understand. I think that's not a bad point, uh, Ben. You know what? You're very yeah. wise for for uh, <laughs> for. Uh, I, I, I dare say a, a non-dad. But I have a nephew. We've accepted you into the fold. You are, you are as good as, I have to admit. I have to admit. So, wise one. Thank you. Thank wise you. one, Ben, wise. not Kenobi. Yes, thank you. Great. Well, I'm glad we got that over with. Wow, that was deep, guys. I'm tapped out for the evening. 
We haven't really? even gotten to Green Lantern yet. Really? We haven't even done Neil Gaiman. That was your, even your subject to begin with, too. <laughs> okay, no, actually, I did. I, all seriously, Eric, and, and we'll talk a little Neil Gaiman, and then and then you can go to bed before we, we, we get into the uh, the battle royal that is Green Lantern. Oh, it's um, not a battle royal. Get over it. No, no. So 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 Neil Gaiman, I, I didn't know he was such a hot topic. Um, we we mentioned him a couple of times now on the on the dad cast. It was brought up by one of our our new uh, listeners, JB. Thanks thanks for the the shout out on that one. Alistair mentioned uh, some of it. Eric mentioned some of it as well. Uh, the Good Omens book. They were going to make it into turn into a movie. Apparently, I, I didn't realize that. But uh... Steph, do you know anything about this? Because you're a you're a bit of a Neil Gaiman fan yourself. No, nope. Would would that be a good movie? Did you guys read Good Omens? I, I did not. I read Good. I I don't see that being a good movie. There's, there's just so much in the book. I don't see how you could translate it into a good movie. Not not to the same degree that the book was good. But they they did a good job with Lord of the Rings. So couldn't they and, and couldn't they do the same oh, thing? No, they did not. No. Oh, I think they did. No. 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 no, no. This movie was totally visual. I mean, visually, it was a stunning movie. But compared yes, to yes. the book, it was just so, so way it off track. Really scratched the surface of the book. Listen, for a movie, it was phenomenal. For for its interpretation of the story, it was fine. But it wasn't true to the story. I totally agree with you guys. No, oh, but you can't no. do it. It's a bo- a book will never be an exact movie, or else a book would only be three hundred pages, and then you know, or not even that, you know. So, but that's it. Something like Good Omens, you 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 have to be. True to the story. I mean, you could take the idea and make it into a movie. Um, you look at uh, what's his name, the Jay and Silent Bob. There, one with uh, uh, with the yep, Canadian Kevin singer. Smith? What's her name? Oh, Alanis Morissette. Morissette. Oh, yes, uh, Dogma. With Dogma, that was really good. That was fantastic. Yeah, movie. I mean that that's the kind of movie you could get uh, out of Good Omens, but you couldn't take Good Omens literally and turn it into a movie. I, I don't. I don't see that. All right, interesting. Well, I, you know what? I, we should try to get Neil Gaiman on the show. I have him talk about it himself. Stay tuned. Do you think he'd, yeah. uh, he'd be interested, guys? Uh, he might. He sounds like a pretty cool guy. Be cool. They, but he, well, Good Omens, though, don't forget, was written um, in conjunction with Terry Pratchett. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. That I didn't know. I found that out today myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I was going. Th- I was going through the. I was going through the the, the comments on the website, and uh, and I was like, "Wow, cool!" So I, I did a little bit of research, and I looked up myself, and I was like, "Wow, now now it's it's on the it's on the it's on the list of, of a book to get." So I'm. Uh, I, I I admit I know nothing about about the book, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna get it after I finish the graveyard book. Well, no, Terry Pratchett is another phenomenal writer. Very much so. Very much so. Cool. Cool. Well, okay. Well, good. So Neil, if you're listening, uh, maybe Stuart UK, you could hook us up with Neil Gaiman and get him on the show. That'd be great. We'd love it. <laughs> Big shout out to Sir- or Terry Terry Pratchett. He'd be pretty cool to have on the show too. I think. I think he'd be harder to get than Neil Gaiman. Right, I good luck with that. I, th- I think good Neil Gaiman's probably a little bit more edgier and would like like our rawness of our show. <laughs> uh. <laughs> After we add it in, right, Eric? <laughs> right, right. More suited to the format. Eh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, so so uh, Eric, you're you're making the wave sound like you're gonna fall asleep yeah. at, the, at the door there. Um, thanks for being on the show, Eric. It's been great. Sorry, I kept you up past your bedtime. You can blame Ben and his and his dodgy uh, internet connection and my crappiness of not discovering I'm talking through the lid and not through the mic. So I apologize for that. Thanks for being on the show again. Great. All right. Well, have a good evening, guys. And all right, Eric. Have a good well. deal next week in the Wendy House. And medicate. Medicate. Apply yes. pressure. No, that's not it. Uh, thanks, ice, uh, thanks for rest. bringing firewood there to keep us warm. Yeah, thanks, Eric, uh, Steve, for that. That's been great. Thanks. It's my pleasure. 
And now I feel left out. Well, you know, once you bail out all the water, you'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you use some of that water to put out the fire once we're done. <laughs> okay. All right, see you guys. See you later, see ya. Eric. Later, Eric. Bye.